In Mark chapter 15, Jesus the Christ, the Son of God, breathed his last. And while just a few days earlier he had been welcomed into the city of Jerusalem with great crowds of his followers singing his praises, when Jesus died, there would be just a few people of the most humble and courageous of sorts to make sure that his body was cared for and buried. In Mark chapter 15, beginning with verse 40, we read, there were also women looking on from a distance, among whom were Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James the Younger and of Joseph and Salome. When he was in Galilee, they followed him and ministered to him. And there were also many other women who came up with him to Jerusalem. And when evening had come, since it was the day of preparation, that is the day before the Sabbath, Joseph of Arimathea, a respected member of the council, who was also himself looking for the kingdom of God, took courage and went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. Pilate was surprised to hear that he should have already died. And summoning the centurion, he asked him whether he was already dead. And when he learned from the centurion that he was dead, he granted the corpse to Joseph. And Joseph bought a linen shroud and taking him down, wrapped him in the linen shroud and laid him in a tomb that had been cut out of the rock. And he rolled a stone against the entrance of the tomb. Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of Joseph, saw where he was laid. What a difference from the beginning of the week when people were shouting adoration to Jesus to the end of the week. Where not even his closest followers, those apostles, were anywhere nearby. But it's the women the women who humbly and faithfully had served Jesus ever since his ministry up in Galilee, the women who made sure that his needs were taken care of while he focused on caring for so many others, that they're the ones that stay and watch. They watch Jesus to the bitter end as he draws his last breath. They watch for what becomes of Jesus's body knowing that there's some things that they simply can't do themselves, but they're not going to leave him. They're going to watch, and they're going to wait for that opportunity where they can do what they're able to do, which we'll see in some of the paragraphs to come. Joseph of Arimathea, though, he had the ability to do something, but it wasn't easy. In fact, it was quite scary, because Joseph of Arimathea was actually a member of the council showing himself to be one of those religious elite, one of those leaders well-instructed in the law, influential among his people. So clearly, while the leaders had condemned Jesus to death, they hadn't all been in agreement. And Mark's inspired tell us what made Joseph different from his peers on the council. He was seeking the kingdom of God. He was looking for that long prophesied reign of God. So when Jesus came, because that's what he was looking for, he had recognized it. And while he wasn't able to prevent Jesus' death, he wanted to make sure that Jesus was taken care of in his burial. 
And in so doing, fulfilled prophecies that he wouldn't even realize he was fulfilling until much later. Because there had been prophecies that dated back centuries before this among the Jewish people about how God's chosen servant would suffer for the people. There had been prophecies about being laid and buried with a rich man in his grave. And yet there wasn't a full appreciation for how those psalms and how those prophetic utterances would find their fulfillment until after what happened here with Jesus, until after what would happen just days after Jesus' death. Yet Joseph isn't trying to fulfill any of that. He's simply trying to do what's right. He's simply seeking the reign of God. And because that was true, because he used the influence and access that he as a council member had, but because he used it in pursuit of what God wanted. He helped ensure that God's plan moved forward. Even though it could have cost him influence among his peers, even though it could have conceivably cost him his position or perhaps even his own life, he took courage and took the body of Jesus and ensured his burial in the tomb. This is such a critical part of the good news of Jesus, because it's not just that Jesus died, it's also that he was buried. And if not for the courage of Joseph of Arimathea, that part of the, that part of the story may not have been realized. Pilate even showed that he was surprised that Jesus had already died, with crucifixion being something that could sometimes take days before the victim finally expired. So for Jesus to have already died through that crucifixion and for Jesus to have already been buried, God shows himself willing to work through those who seek him, willing to work through the courage of those who want to please him to advance purposes in ways that nobody can fully appreciate at the time, but that allows his will to be done. And as Mark bears witness to these faithful women watching all of this take place, he prepares us for what's to come next. Because the story doesn't end with Jesus' death or with his burial, but for this to truly be the good news of Jesus the Christ, we have to reach his resurrection.